Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Good morning. I'm Kim Ferris, and this is Miami Valley View, a public affairs presentation of iHeartMedia Dayton. Well, can you believe it? It's the last Sunday of October, and that means November is just around the corner. In fact, Friday is uh, November 1st, and November is Epilepsy Awareness Month. And my guest today, Chris Corba, the Director of Community Relations, and Lucy Kendall, Special Events Coordinator from Epilepsy Foundation Ohio. Good morning to both of you. Good morning, Kim. Thank you so much for coming in this morning. And we're going to be talking about epilepsy. And epilepsy is 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 one of those things you you hear the word and you think you might know what epilepsy is, but really a lot of us don't. So what what is epilepsy? Epilepsy is defined it's any time that you have had more than one seizure. Okay. And a seizure occurs essentially when your your brain is made up of electricity. Mm-hmm. And so what happens when you have a seizure is that your brain kind of short circuits. And so um, that can result in a multiple kind of kinds of seizures. There's most folks um, are aware of the, the kind that um, people have convulsions. Mm-hmm. Um, tonic-clonic is when your your body um, moves in a way that you're not able to control. Mm-hmm. But there are other kinds of seizures as well. There's um, absence seizures where folks are just staring into space. So you wouldn't and, necessarily and it, know that someone was having a seizure at that point. Exactly. Okay. And, and that's confusing for a lot of folks as well, especially for little kids. Mm-hmm. When they're in school, in elementary school, they may be... Um, their parents may be being told, you know, they're they're daydreaming. They're just staring off into space. And people get very frustrated because they don't see that that is a seizure, but it is. And then there are other kinds of seizures as well where it can be a combination of things. So you may be aware of what's going on um, and, and having a seizure at the same time, or you may not even, you may not be aware. So some folks, especially people that have the tonic-clonic seizure, um, they just they they wake up and they had no idea of what's happened wow. and it's really it's it's hard for folks because they miss out on a on a portion of of time and it's confusing and it's scary and and not only that but for parents who have children with epilepsy it's it's really frightening um it's it's a it's you know what we're trying to do is to build awareness that um epilepsy first of all is very common okay um, about 140,000 people in Ohio um, have epilepsy. Um, in a school of about 1,000 people, um, six people will have epilepsy at that school. Hmm. Um, and it's it's one of those things that we just don't talk about because there's so much stigma attached to it. People and just do don't understand. Talk, I do want to talk about that. Now, I, I have a couple of different questions. One of them is, is a person born with epilepsy or, or how do you develop epilepsy well people it, it's, it's kind of all it's very mysterious yeah um, okay the the number one cause of epilepsy is um a head injury okay 
Um, so folks that may have had um, multiple concussions um, can develop epilepsy. Mm -hmm. um, another reason that people develop epilepsy is because of an infection. Um, there are there's a, a a type of seizure called a um, uh, a febrile seizure, okay, which is very common in small children. Um, actually, both of my children had febrile seizures when they were tiny. It comes with a, a spike fever. And um, I remember when my son had a febrile seizure, it, he had an absent seizure. Um, he just stared into space when he was 18 months old and scared the daylight well, out of yeah. me. I didn't know what was going on. And took him to the emergency room. And, and fortunately, nothing else developed after that. Okay, so he, um, he does not have epilepsy no. at this point. Okay. He's, and, and my daughter had a, a febrile seizure as mm -hmm. well. And it's it's common. Mm -hmm. um, or sometimes people just don't even know why it happened. Mm -hmm. um, there are folks that um, have seizures regularly. And they've done the, the um, EEGs. They've done everything they can think of. And they can't find where that is. That neuron what the trigger is or whatever. Triggering. Yeah. Um, and again, you know, those seizures happen in people's different parts of people's brains. Um, some folks are well managed by medication. Mm -hmm. um, other people um, are not. Um, the next step is surgery, if it's possible, mm -hmm. where they can go exactly where they can target where that neuron is or that that piece of whatever it is that's causing it and extract it. Really. Interesting. Uh, or um, if that doesn't work, then there are um, mechanisms that can be implanted into your body, and they 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 kind of work like a magnet. Okay. So they recognize when there's a seizure occurring, and they throw a electrical charge into your brain to counteract the um, the seizure. So we're so. really doing well with as far as research goes to try and find out how to correct epilepsy. So perhaps. At some point, there will be no such thing as epilepsy, right? That's the goal. Okay. And that's something that the Epilepsy Foundation is working toward, is finding a way to end epilepsy. Now, I remember when I was in college, um, I was in the cafeteria one day, and one of my classmates had an epileptic seizure. And none of us knew what to do. Mm -hmm. And this has been years ago, but I remember the one thing that that someone said about something about um, putting something in their mouth. No. So that was the, that was the way it people it used to, to used to right. be. But now there's a whole new way when someone has an epileptic seizure and you're there, what should you do? When someone has a seizure, first of all, stay calm. Okay. Um, that's, I think that's the thing that most people. That'd be the hardest up. thing it's, to it's, do. It's, right. it's difficult. Because it's frightening it's to see. Something yeah. to, it's something that you don't typically see. Right. So first of all, stay calm. Mm -hmm. Second, um, make sure that person is safe. Um, help them to lie or, you know, help them to lie down. Mm -hmm. uh, put a put them on their side. Um, put something soft under their head. Do not put anything in their mouth. Um, that's, that's an old wife's, wife's tale. tale. Mm -hmm. You cannot swallow your tongue. Okay. <laughs> um, and that was the reason that people thought you had to do that. Interesting. So keep, uh. so keep them safe, um, and start timing the seizure. Okay. Um, typically if a seizure goes, typically you don't need to call an ambulance unless it's a person's first seizure. All right. Um, but what the important part about timing it is, is if it goes beyond five minutes, then call the ambulance. 
that would be a really long five minutes, I would think, if you were there with someone that was having a seizure, especially if it was the first time you had been, you know, reacted to it or, or uh, exposed to it. So, mm-hmm. so five minutes. And then if it's still continuing after five minutes, then that would be the time mm-hmm. to call a medic. And our educators talk to um, a lot of teachers and nurses. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and essentially the thing is, is that everybody's seizure is different. Hmm. And so, um, you know, it, it's sometimes people's seizures last about more than five minutes and that's their normal. But it just depends upon what that individual's normal is. Um, the important thing is, though, that folks need, if they do have seizures, that they need to go to a treatment center, um, see an epileptologist who can make sure that they understand exactly what their treatment should be mm-hmm. and, and how to provide support to the family and to that individual. Now, Chris, you had mentioned, and I, 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 Lucy, we will be talking with you, I promise. Uh, but Chris, you had mentioned stigma that's associated with epilepsy. And I was telling you this story before we went on the air that uh, I remember being at an event for the Epilepsy Foundation and uh, running into a girlfriend who I've known since we were in grade school together. And she said, I was really hoping you weren't going to be here today because she did not want anyone to know that she had epilepsy. And I was really surprised by that because I didn't know that there were stigmas attached. But you were saying that, yes, it's it it still is very misunderstood. Very. And a lot of people don't want to tell their employers or mm-hmm. their friends or family. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just want to keep it their secret. Well, one of the things that the Epilepsy Foundation feels very strongly about is advocacy mm-hmm. and making sure that the community understands that people with epilepsy can be can be anyone and and it's entirely likely that you have a relative that has i mean i found out a couple of months ago that i have a cousin who has epilepsy hmm. and nobody talked about it um and unfortunately it's very true that people who don't understand what epilepsy is um and we get a lot of phone calls from folks who are involved in in legal battles because um, a police officer assumed that they were drunk and disorderly oh, no. because, you know, the, the police officer didn't understand they were having a seizure and came up to that individual and tried to, you know, grab onto them right. and they lashed back out again because they were having a seizure and mm-hmm. they didn't recognize what was going on. Um, people lose their jobs or are told that they're not allowed to have certain jobs because of their epilepsy, even though it's been well controlled for years. Um, and so we try very hard to make sure that people understand that just because you have epilepsy does not mean that you cannot have a fulfilling career, have a beautiful family. Um, it's That's our goal is mm-hmm. to make sure people understand that. Now, the Epilepsy Foundation Ohio, um, what kind of services do you provide for people here in our area? And I know you're a, a very large area here, um, Lucy. So tell us about that. Yeah. So we just expanded to be all of Ohio. Oh, okay. Um, recently. And so because of that, we do a lot of programs. We do Facebook live. So educational seminars, which one is coming up on November 2nd, they're going to be doing an epilepsy basics. Uh, that's going to be live from Cleveland. We have a partner doctor. His name is, uh, Dr. Andreas Alexopoulos. Mm-hmm. He's from Cleveland clinic. And so he's going to be doing that. So we offer, programs and we do them on Facebook and via live so people can watch them from their homes. 
Lucy, where do they find you on Facebook? Yeah, they can find us on Facebook at um, Ohio Epilepsy. Epilepsy Foundation Ohio. Yeah, yeah. Epilepsy, Epilepsy Foundation, Foundation Ohio. Ohio. Okay. Just Epilepsy. look us up. Just do the search and look up Epilepsy Foundation Ohio and you'll find our yeah. Facebook page. And this um, this seminar that you're going to be doing, this Facebook Live seminar on November 2nd, what time is that going to be? It's going to be at 6. 6, uh, six o'clock. 6 yeah, o'clock six, in the six. evening? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay, that sounds good. And so people can just tune in and, and find out more information there, right? Yeah, one of the great things about the seminars is that you can also ask questions after so it's not just watching a video and not getting intera- any interactions so uh-huh that's a good thing that people people enjoy and we like to offer uh some of the other things we do seizure seizure first aid trainings so our education coordinator she goes out and she'll go to schools like chris mentioned and to nurses and educate people on seizure first aid if someone had perhaps a coworker that had epilepsy and and you knew about it would you be able to have someone come to a, a business office like such as ours and give us an informational, um, you know, like overview of epilepsy and how we should treat this coworker um, if he or she has a seizure? Yeah, we send out informational packets and you can always call the foundation um, and learn more about epilepsy and how to um, live with epilepsy and then about people who um, have epilepsy and how to treat how to treat how to it. treat okay. that. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. And we also, if you go to the Epilepsy Foundation um, America's website, there are all kinds of amazing resources for folks to to look up as well. Okay. So you just Google that Epilepsy mm-hmm. Foundation. Is it America? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Epilepsy yep. Foundation America. So um, where are you located here in the Dayton area? We're in downtown Dayton. We're right on Monument. Uh, so by the river. Okay. But we go everywhere. Okay. So, yeah. That's where we're headquartered. But being all of Ohio, it is we're looking to do more mm-hmm. in the bigger cities. So. And so if someone has a family member or if someone has epilepsy and would like to contact you and ask more information, how do they go about doing so? They can email us at ohio at efa.org. Okay. Another thing, just because you mentioned it, uh, support groups that we have, oh. which are also on Facebook. So parents parents of children with epilepsy and then also adults with seizures and epilepsy. Those are two separate support groups that um, you're welcome to join. And you can find those on our website too at ohioepilepsy.org. Another exciting thing that we're starting as well is um, we're doing more um, personal well-being programming as well mindfulness Um, mindfulness and what what they've discovered is that um, stress can very often uh, be a trigger for many people who have epilepsy Mm. so we are in the process right now of launching project uplift which is a program that will train people with epilepsy how to manage their emotions better manage their stress better and uh, so we're excited about that. That's going to be launched in January. In January. Mm-hmm. And so if people want to get involved in this, once again, should they go to the website and get more information? Or you can call us. Okay. Um, our phone number is 937-233-2500. And we're happy to answer any questions you might have. And we'll uh, certainly mention all of the ways that you can contact uh, them at the end of the program. Now, I understand that you have a huge event that's going to be coming up. So tell about the gala. Yeah, our gala is on November 16th. So that's the third Saturday of November. 
Yep, and it'll be at the Dayton Art Institute. It was there last year too, and so it's a beautiful, beautiful oh, building. Beautiful event. Uh-huh. Everything glows as oh. for per glow gala. Yes. Yeah. Everything glows. This beautiful, beautiful rosy purple hue. Um and we're excited because about that time too, the city of Dayton's going to be purple. Oh. Yes. Well, that's and neat. Yeah, so if Columbus, you see lights around and they're purple, it's for epilepsy. So yeah. Epilepsy Awareness Month, which yes. I said at the beginning of the program is in November. So uh what all's gonna be going on at the Dayton Art Institute that evening? Yeah, so the event will run from six to ten PM. Mm-hmm. And it'll open at 6 for cocktail hour, and then there'll be a served dinner. Really, the whole night is about raising awareness and advocacy. Um, and everyone there, it's it's really to start a movement to end epilepsy and why we're raising funds um, and how people can help and be involved. And it's also celebrating people that have made a real impact in the epilepsy yes. community. Uh-huh. So, for example, um, for the event on November 6th in Cleveland, uh, Dr. Alexopoulos is also our healthcare provider of the year, so he's going to be honored. Um, we're also honoring um, our volunteer of the year, caretaker of the year, corporate, uh, supporter. corporate supporter of the year, which is Vandalia Rental, which yes. we couldn't do mud volleyball without Vandalia Rental. <laughs> <laughs> they are salvation. Well, that's awesome. So yeah. how can people attend this evening? Yeah, so tickets are still on sale. Mm-hmm. Um, it's best for you know a coordinator sanity if you purchase your tickets early but <laughs> please but we please. want everyone to be there and tickets are 99 dollars. we do have a young professional rate for 80 mm-hmm. uh, so that's exciting we're really trying to bring in if you're a med student come because uh, this involves you too this is your community and your chance to that you can make a difference mm-hmm. so you and can buy, buy those tickets at ohioepilepsy.org okay and under our events glow gala Hello, Gala. And once again, it's going to be on Saturday, November 16th at the Dayton Art Institute, which is such a lovely venue to mm-hmm. have an event like that. And uh, so people can get involved by purchasing tickets. And you talked about volunteers. What kind of volunteer opportunities do you have at the Epilepsy Foundation Ohio? Well, um, at the moment, we are using a lot of folks in committees. Okay. Um, we have walks that are coming up across the state this year. So we're going to have a walk in Cleveland on May 2nd. Um, it's going to be at the Cleveland Zoo. We're really excited about that. Oh, so we're cool. looking for folks to help plan with that. Uh-huh. Uh, the Dayton Walk to End Epilepsy is going to be on May 30th. And so we're looking for local folks to help with that as well. And then we're going to have one in Columbus. Yep. Um, and then Mud Volleyball. Oh, my goodness. We need, uh, <laughs> Always need help with oh, Mud Volleyball. Oh, lots of volunteers to help with Mud Volleyball. I think last year we had about 225 folks that came out, um, made mud. Um, just it, it is. It's just it's really it's fun. Um, and so we need folks with that. And then as we build our, our process, um, we need folks to help. We're, we're going to be looking for people that can um, go out in the community and help us spread the word. Mm-hmm. Um, we just, as I said, we just started all of this process about nine months ago. Wow. And so um, we're, we're moving. We're moving. Yeah. And if someone would like to volunteer, if they someone would have time and, and have an interest in doing so, what would they need to do? Um, they could go to our website, okay. again, at um, ohioepilepsy.org, and you can look under volunteering, Okay, and you can go ahead and click there and sign up to be a volunteer. Um, as soon as I see your application... I will call you and we will talk. <laughs> so. Now, you mentioned mud volleyball and I heard media Dayton and especially 
our sister station, WTUE, um, they are such big fans and supporters of mud volleyball uh, each year. And I know Dent uh, is really a, a big, a big, uh, I guess, supporter. I mean, he's probably your biggest fan. And I always <laughs> enjoy seeing him after mud volleyball and seeing how much, you know, Muddy still has in his ears and in his hair because it's it's quite an amazing event. And it's usually in Dece- or in uh, July, correct? Yeah. So this year, 2020, Mud Volleyball will be July 18th. We already have the date. So. Wow, and it's, July and it's 18th. the 30th anniversary Oh, of so it's going to be huge. We're, yes. It's, we it's have got the Dirty some big, 30. So. Yeah. <laughs> the Dirty, the dirty 30, I love that. We're planning some big stuff for, for this one, so... And, Keep an eye out. And people people form teams and, and they just play volleyball. In fact, I met one of the judges, or not judges, uh, what, what do they call them, referees? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I interviewed one of the referees who's like a huge fan of this and said, you know, never in a million years did I think I would be, you know, like refereeing mud volleyball, but he really enjoys doing that. And yeah, mud volleyball is, uh, is a spectacle to see because we have <laughs> 37 courts out there muddy courts they're not sand and you know we have volunteers who really who have to make the courts put the water in um it's our it's our biggest fundraiser and it's really fun and it's a unique thing to raise awareness um for epilepsy because it's not like a traditional walk or Mm -hmm. gala which are fun but mud volleyball really brings in another crowd and gets people active and excited Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i and i like that because the more you can bring in different generations of people to do things, the more that you can uh, spread the awareness about epilepsy. And um, do they do mud volleyballs anywhere else across the country with epilepsy? Not like us. That (laughs) is so fun. I mean, I just love it. I think I, I think people have tried, but I don't think that they could ever achieve the level of what Dayton, well, see, Ohio mud volleyball. We just we just I do know, it. We do it right. It's Ohio. Yeah, I mean Ohio is just we we are the trendsetters for everything <laughs> in this country. I love everything. it. I absolutely love it. Yes. We have about nine minutes left, and I want to make sure that we have everything out there that needs to be out there. Is there something that I I've overlooked? Something that you would really like to make sure that we uh, touch on today? I know one of the things that makes me so sad when I think about it is is the the stigma that's attached with epilepsy. And so when you're doing a show like this, I want to make sure that people realize, you know, if, if, if you do have epilepsy, you know, share your story and, and increase the awareness in your circle of friends and your family. And also for people who would like to have more information about epilepsy, and maybe they know someone Mm -hmm. who has it and they, they don't want to ask them specifically about it, but would like to have more information. The Epilepsy Foundation Ohio would be a great resource. Yeah. When you talk about stigma, I mm-hmm. think one of the things that um, that's really telling to me is that more people live with epilepsy than with autism spectrum disorders, Parkinson's disease, multiple sclerosis, and cerebral palsy combined. Mm. Combined. And um, all of those diseases and syndromes get a lot more attention than epilepsy does. Mm-hmm. Um, and and sadly, epilepsy people more people die from epilepsy than die from breast cancer. Mm. And again, it's it's one of those things that it's it's a whole lot more common 
than what anyone really wants to look at. Mm-hmm. And and that's what our job is. Lucy's and mine and Pam's and, and Crystal's and all of us at, at Epilepsy Foundation Ohio, our job is to make sure that people understand that this is something that affects a whole lot more people than what we think. Mm-hmm. So, you and, know. And you said that statistic uh, at the beginning about how many people here in the state of Ohio are affected by mm-hmm. epilepsy? Over 140,000, it's estimate. And Ohio has probably one of the largest, I mean, we have a very big population. I think one of the things that, you know, being a national organization, people think Ohio, well, you know, how big is Ohio? Well, mm-hmm. we're huge. We mm-hmm. have the, probably the most number of people with epilepsy in the state because just because of our population in terms of the percentage and then in terms of treatment centers though Ohio is incredibly blessed to have 14 treatment centers um, that can provide supportive services to folks in all of the major cities so there's a couple of treatment centers in Cleveland Akron Toledo well Toledo has a good hospital okay uh um Ohio State uh UC um uh Dayton Children's mm-hmm. Um, and you Cincinnati were saying Children's, uh, Nationwide Children's. Okay. I mean, we're, they're just, we are so very blessed to have so many opportunities for people to get really good treatment. And Lucy, you mentioned that there's going to be a Facebook Live event coming up at 6 p.m. on November the 2nd. Yes. November 6th. 6th. Yeah. Yes. Oh, November it's on 6th. the 6th. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. November 6th. Okay, let me write that down. Uh, <laughs> November 6th, a Facebook Live at 6 p.m. in the evening, and people can just go to uh, the Epilepsy Foundation uh, Facebook page and watch this, and it's interactive, so people can ask questions yes. at the end. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's absolutely free. It's absolutely free. Okay. It's absolutely free. And then the other event, because uh, you've both been talking about the programs that are offered uh through Epilepsy Foundation Ohio, uh, the programs offered here free of charge to to people who need them. And and because of that, you need to raise funds. And one of the ways you do that is going to be coming up on November 16th at the Dayton Art Institute with your Glow Gala. And once again, how can people get involved in this? Yeah, if you want to buy tickets for the Glow Gala, which again, November 16th, you can go to our website at ohioepilepsy.org and under events, uh, buy tickets for the Glow Gala. Okay. And are you on all the different social media platforms? Oh, yeah. Are you pretty much everywhere? Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, all of those good places. Yep, we're absolutely. Um, another really cool program that we provide too um, is for kids. It's called Kids Crew. Okay. And it is a program for kids who are under 14 years old who are affected by epilepsy. And it provides them with the opportunity to get together with other kids who are experiencing the same things. And a couple of things that we do, um, this year we're going to be having a a baseball game at Dayton Dragon, or the Dayton Dragons, Mm -hmm. um, so that uh, kids crew members can get involved. And another thing that we've been doing, this will be our third year this year, is that we have um, Epilepsy Awareness Day at Kings Island. Oh. And last year we had about 200 folks come together um, just to have fun and to meet one another. And I think one of the most touching things was that we had a little girl um, who told her parents, they live in Steubenville, she told her parents, I really want to go to Epilepsy Awareness Day so that I can meet somebody else who has epilepsy. She is about six years old. She'd never met anybody else in her, which, you know, that's, mm-hmm. she just wanted to know that she was normal, mm-hmm. that she had other people that were just like her. So, you know, we had people from all over the state come to that 
for that reason. Oh, and the expo's coming up too. That's another cool thing. Oh, that yes. we do. That's going to be in April in Columbus. Okay. And um, we'll have speakers from across the state coming to talk about epilepsy. And that was one of the things that uh, we discovered last year is that uh, we had Epilepsy 101 and that the place was packed. Because hmm. people, people just, just wanted to know the basics, right. and what mm-hmm. it is and what should I do now. So Awesome. And people can find out about all these different events and find out more at OhioEpilepsy.org. And also the number to call would be 937 937- Two three three twenty five hundred, correct? Yep. Okay. And if you'd like to volunteer, if you'd like to have more information, if you'd like to purchase your tickets for the uh, big event that's going to be coming up, the Glow Gala for epilepsy, that's going to be on November sixteenth. Also, don't forget about the Facebook Live that is going to be on November the sixth, and uh, it's going to be about epilepsy a live presentation on Facebook, and that starts at six p.m. I think we've covered everything, and I, I do want to say I really appreciate both of you coming in, and I'm hoping we'll have you in again next year before uh, Mud Volleyball takes place. Oh, I'm sure we'll be back. <laughs> all right. I love that. That yeah, sounds really good. We'll have all kinds of good surprises for Mud Volleyball next year. Oh, I'm sure, and we'll get Dent in here, too, so he can talk about that as well. But Chris and Lucy, thank you so much for being my guest this morning. Thanks thank for having you. us. Yes, Chris Koba, or Korba, who is the Director of Community Relations, and Lucy Kendall, Special Events Coordinator from Epilepsy Foundation Ohio. Once again, you can go to ohioepilepsy.org or call them at 937-233-2500. And let me see, coming up next week, I'm not really sure what we're going to be doing. It's going to be a surprise for all of us. So (laughs) we'll all be tuning in to find out. But I also know that coming up, we also have Dayton History in the month of November. And we'll have the Better Business Bureau getting you ready for holiday shopping season and the Downtown Dayton Partnership for the Dayton Holiday Festival. So Thank you so much for listening to Miami Valley View and have a great week. Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.